I just look around the sport. I've always found the sport representative of just a, a pure sport. You know, you stand up and, and race in a pair of togs. Um, and I don't think there's many sports as clean, you know, from, from my perspective as that. Um, I look at the people who, uh, whether they be parents or athletes or coaches or officials, that donate huge amounts of time to this sport. Um, and, uh, you know, I think there's just so many good people involved with it. And if I can make a contribution to make the sport bigger and better and funner and uh, cleverer, um, then I'm more than happy to do anything. Welcome to Swim.Rocks, the show that shares ideas, information and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. I'm your host, Ben Ramsden, and this week we've got the second part of the interview that I conducted with Chris Feidler, who's the new president of Swimming New South Wales. A couple of months ago, uh, Graham Toll, who had been the president for the last few years, handed over the reins to Chris. And during this conversation, Chris talked a little bit about his background in swimming, but particularly around what he sees going on around New South Wales in swimming today and what his thoughts and ideas are for the future. I guess it was kind of a bit of a sort of state of the nation type discussion about things. Anyway, I started off by asking him exactly what it was that the president does. The New South Wales um, board um, basically is that responsible for swimming in New South Wales in, in all aspects. Um, we are a stakeholder of Swimming Australia and Swimming Australia have what is effectively the licence from FINA to run the sport of swimming in, in Australia. <coughs> um, so as the president I lead that, that board. So um, you know, there is official kind of duties and functions that I have to complete, which... Um, oh, do you have a gold chain that goes I, I, your neck? <laughs> I don't have a gold chain. Um, fortunately, I do have a white badge, I suppose, which is different. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's a number of important functions that kind of are part of that and, and, uh, and the respect of the, the various stakeholders in our community, whether they be um, regional presidents, whether they be club presidents, you know, technical officials and subcommittees within our uh, range of responsibilities. Um, but I suppose most of all, and, and why I'm interested in, in this role, I, I've been a, only a very short-term um, director prior to taking the presidency, um, but I have been around swimming for, for a very long time in lots of different, different ways and, and uh, uh, in administration really for the last 15 or so years I've been involved in the sport. So. Um, I'm passionate about swimming and I want everyone in New South Wales to be passionate about swimming. So my goal is to make it really easy uh, for people to be part of our community, I'm really proud of what we're actually achieving, both from an engagement and a participation and high performance perspective. Um, I'd love to be considered an innovator in our sport, but also across all sports. So, you know, we'll be spending some time and effort trying to make, um, make it easier to engage, but also to drive the sport forward from a technology perspective. Um, you know, for me, technology is not just about being able to sign up my membership online. Um, that, is a, that is something that's been around for 10 years and it still seems to be the only thing people put their, their hand on. There's lots of opportunities for us to do stuff better. 
uh, and I'd really like to drive some of those initiatives as well over the, my, my tenure in presidency. So it's, it's, it's more for me than, than just kind of taking a role and, and putting it on the CV. I, I'd really like to, to change the way we go about swimming in New South Wales. You talked there and said you had a bit of a background in swimming. I would like just to pause and just reflect on that a bit. <coughs> Uh, frankly, I don't think I've ever seen a background quite like this before. If I uh, just f- forgive me while I read my notes, just to make sure I'm catching the high points. You've been on the Australian team for well over a decade, so you've represented your country at three Olympic Games, three Commonwealth Games, three World Championships, and um, during that time, some of the, the highest things you received was a gold medal at the Olympics in the famous guitar, guitar smashing relay and a gold medal from the World Championships so they, uh, at a, in a medley, 4x100 medley relay. You've been to national championships about 25 times. Um, you've been a Streaming Australia board member for four years. The deputy chef de mission of both the London Olympics and the Rio Olympics. You've been on FINA panels for eight years, an N-Swiss board member currently. But as well as all this high-profile stuff, at a grassroots level, you're a patron of the local area. You've been president of the Abbotsley Swim Club. Uh, you've been coaching a master's squad for the past 10 years. You've been seeing rather a lot ocean swimming in the local area, and you do have a habit of, uh, of winning some of those events, which I think is quite incredible for somebody who used to be a, a, a sprinter. And uh, top of the pops, you're an accredited uh, timekeeper and check starter. And you've also been seen regularly dropping your kids off at five in the morning uh, in your PJs in the car park, uh, just doing the <laughs> early morning drop off, and uh, and barbecuing the snags for the uh, for the club night. So, um, I, frankly, I find it hard to believe anybody that could have a more complete CV for doing this sort of role. But on the side, you have a major corporate career and you're doing a house renovation. What is it that drives you around swimming? Because this, I mean, you you <laughs> you just seem frankly quite exceptional from a, a swimming point of view what, what, what makes you tick yeah when you read it like that it's kind of different than, <laughs> than, than the decisions I made along the way I, I, I have a um, uh, a drive to contribute um, I think I can add uh, value in lots of different areas um, I don't profess to know everything about swimming um, I actually don't think I would be a super coach, um, you know, and, and uh, although I do coach a master's group um, and, and I have done that for a while. Um, but I just look around the sport. I've always found the sport representative of just a, a pure sport. You know, you stand up and, and race in a pair of togs. Um, and I don't think there's many sports as clean, you know, from, from my perspective as that. Um, I look at the people who, uh, whether they be parents or athletes or coaches or officials, that donate huge amounts of time to this sport. Um, and, uh, you know, I think there's just so many good people involved with it. And if I can make a contribution to make the sport bigger and better and funner and uh, cleverer, um, then I'm more than happy to do anything. Uh, the sport delivered me um, a lot of great. Uh, value as a person and and, and uh, you know I was really lucky to be part of that Australian team and win a gold medal in in Sydney so I really like being around the athletes and um, I think there's plenty of work to do and where I see that I can add value I'm happy to contribute where I see I can't add value you won't see me so much so um, it's it's just something that you know I, I don't know I've known and been part of the swimming community since I was five um, surf life saving was a massive part of our lives during that period, and, and 
I just I love the water, I love being in it, and, and the community around it um, I find just exceptional. So um, this is fun for me, and, and I don't find it a chore at all. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. So you've arrived in Swimming New South Wales. Um, you've kicked off with a pretty big initiative, as we were, we were talking about a few minutes ago. If you did a sort of stock take of... <coughs> of you know what's going well, what's not going, what's going quite so well. What what are we going to point ourselves at? Where, where are we going to step back? What, what's your sort of um, feeling? Just just you know, a couple of months in now. Yeah, I think there's a few things. Um, Graham Toll, who was the president prior to me, I think's done a fabulous job of um, corralling the troops. There's there's real harmony amongst the various stakeholders. Um, I think we're running a really efficient. Um, a team at Swimming New South Wales. We're running great meets, um, and I think we've made some great progress in you know, training of technical officials, um, particularly over the last couple of years as well. Which I think is a great initiative that I know you're you're part of as well, Ben. Um, so you know, I think I think this is a it's in really good form from a business as usual perspective. Um, I think areas where. Uh, you know, I'd like to explore uh, are in the innovation kind of area. I'd like to understand how I can offer more value back to members. You know, we've been offering the same product um, to our members for 100 years. Um, and whilst it is a great product, I'd like to see if there are other things that we can do um, reflecting current trends of, of commercialism. Um, what, what sort of things you, could you be thinking about there? Well, when I look at if, if I was a disruptor, um, I would look at a couple of things. The first is, and and, and this is this is for investigation, not where we're heading. To be clear, <laughs> okay. But things like um, you know our membership is always an annualised membership. Why why is that when when you know most um, things that we subscribe to these days are monthly? Um, is it because we've always done it that way, or is there some really good reasons? And would it be um, advantageous for members to take a monthly subscription, for example? Um, I'd love to understand the commercials of that um, more deeply and I'd like to understand why uh, we have this, this model still. Um, meets, the traditional kind of meets, and, and I actually think we've done a great job of making them more interesting and breaking apart the various age groups over the last period, but trying to introduce maybe some different events or different um, meets that are, you know, increase the, the fun and the engagement of the kids that are there and also the parents potentially um, that are there as well. Um, methodologies around uh, how the meat runs, I think um, you know we can make some efficiencies there as well. And, and you know, change is difficult. Uh, I certainly don't want to sit here and say everything's going to change tomorrow. And we, we have some great people who have been doing it for a very long time, and we need to consult with that community as to areas that we might be able to improve efficiency um, with the way in which we, we run meats. Um, there's still a huge um, requirement for volunteers in our sport. And a lot of those volunteers love being there, and we need to encourage uh, encourage that. But I do wonder if there are times where we might be able to do things a little bit uh, to make it easier for those volunteers as well. Um, so they're the they're the they're the type of things in the high performance area. I'm really um, I'm really interested in investigating better models, like we've just developed in the North Shore. Um, you know, cradle to grave type models from an education and swimming perspective to understand how we can kind of show those pathways from learn to swim through to high performance and very simple, simple kind of articulation of how we can do that. I want to understand better how then when kids finish the sport, how we can support 
those kids, whether that be to university or into the workforce or careers of whatever description. And I think we can kind of improve in those areas. And it's a very difficult problem that all sports struggle with. Um, but I think there are some things we can try and, and work on and partnerships we can kind of develop with people who have done lots of study in those areas. Um, and maybe expand our general partnership base, maybe look afar at, uh, at, at different things. We've got 35,000 members in New South Wales. Um, you know, how can I yeah, partner with new people that add value to the members that we have as well? So there's, there's lots of areas. Um, I haven't spoken a lot about uh, you know, how do I improve you know, the coaching or how do I improve the, the swimmers themselves, but we, we have fantastic coaches in New South Wales already. They have great um, uh, training capability. They have a great community that kind of relies on each other and teaches each other. Um, we just need to, to enable those guys to, to, to promote the sport a little bit more. Um, but they're doing a fabulous job from my perspective. Lots of voluntary organisations have committees on them and uh, I'd say some of the, the more challenging committees I've been part of are ideas rich uh, but, but fail to get much done. Ultimately a lot of this is about getting people to do things um, which comes down to capabilities, capacity and money. From a, from a sort of statewide perspective where we are now how good do you think we are in terms of getting things done? Do, do we need to be building any more in that, in that space or are we well positioned? You're quite right. The, the, the challenge is everyone, and, and you know, I'm probably more so than most, have got lots of ideas. The ability to deliver those is, is often difficult. So um, over these you know, first four or six months, I'm really starting to uh, try and understand our capability to deliver against those. Um, you won't see me picking off um, huge innovations or changes that uh, you know are fraught with uh, risk or uh, having to manage huge stakeholder kind of change. But there'll be some some low hanging fruit, I think, where we can start to build some confidence with the group um, uh, in, in in areas, and I'm, I'm looking for those and, and, and starting to to think about some of those already, and bringing along those people that are affected on that journey. And part of any change is. Uh, bringing the people who are affected on the journey, understanding the benefits of actually heading down that path, and then being flexible, I think, in understanding that whilst your first solution that you propose looked great on paper, the reality is that what the final solution is is often slightly different than that. So understanding that whilst we do make decisions today that we think are uh, the right ones, being dynamic in understanding the feedback that's coming back from the people on the ground who know what we're supposed to be doing, and being able to shift the, the solution so we find something that works. Um, that, in my mind, is going to be the challenge. Um, and, uh, but I think yeah, the community is, is well and truly on board with where we are today, and the business as usual part's going reasonably well. So um, for that, you know, I've got to credit uh, Graham and, and, and the board previously, and, and Mark Heathcote, obviously the CEO, is doing a great job. So there will be small kind of innovations, I think, rather than you know, huge changes in the sport over the next period. Very good. You've talked a lot about community. 37,000 members, I think. 380 <coughs> clubs, 13 areas. It's huge. This is, uh, this, is, this is where most of the action happens. Do you have any messages for, uh, for, for people at the grassroots, just day in, day out, in the water, doing the stopwatches, cooking the snags? Well, apart from the, the, the obvious thank yous for all of the parents that do get their kids up, and, and uh, you're right, I, I do get there, although I don't drive to the kids to the, the pool in my pyjamas. I'm, I'm generally dressed at that stage. Um, you know, I, I am not um, 
uh, you know, sitting at the, the top of the castle without an understanding of what that looks like. Um, yeah, both my, my daughters um, swim and, and I'm actually in the water a few days a week as well. So uh, I understand some of those demands. Um, what I would like to do is you know, really focus on making it easier to engage with us and, and whether that be uh, from a technological um, enhancements, whether it be through process or, um, um, or membership type enhancements. You know, they're the type of things that I think would benefit the most amount of members. Um, I'm looking at things that will benefit the many rather than the few. And, um, you know, that's, that's not easy, but also small things multiplied by 37,000 um, are big things, <laughs> you know, so, so they're, the, they're, they're the type of initiatives that yeah, I'd like to entertain. Um, and whilst we haven't got a, a, um, uh, an ideas box at this stage, maybe it's something Mark can, uh, can work on over the coming months, but um, yeah, we're, we're, we've got our ear to the ground. Most of the guys on the board are on pool deck regularly. Um, and uh, and listening to the folk are out there, we have a good community of area health man uh, area um, uh, region managers, and and uh, and we have um, development officers out in the field as well. So we've got our feet and our ears on the ground in in, in many areas around New South Wales. So um, we've got uh, we've got yeah, connectivity. Uh, hopefully, um, we can start to deliver some you know, some benefits to those groups as well. On top of you know the great service that's already been been delivered. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Chris. Before we let you go, can we just finish off with a quick fire round of questions? Sure. Okay, right, question one. What's been the most useful piece of equipment or advice that you've had during your swimming career? Um, equipment would be goggles. Um, be lost uh, most of the time <laughs> without those. They're very easy things to kind of travel with as well. Um, best piece of advice? Um, Probably keep my head down whilst I'm doing freestyle. Look, looking around, I kind of uh, get a little bit distracted. So keep your head down if you're trying to get from one end to another is a good piece of advice I would like to share with folk. Um, and don't fight the water as well. You know, I see a lot of people who kind of get in, particularly those that pick up the sport a bit later. Um, uh, the water can be your friend, so treat it like that and it'll, it'll respect you a lot better. The Lucky Door Prize for technical officials at a state meet is a box of chocolates or a bottle of wine. Are you wine or chocolates? Well, uh, I am partial to both, um, although I'm trying not to eat as much chocolate at the moment. So by default, I would take the wine, I would imagine. Drink more wine. Uh, that's the plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's the plan. What, if anything, would you do differently if you had your swimming time all over again? Well, that's a good question. Um, It depends on what outcome uh, I'm looking to achieve. Um, I treated um, swimming as a fantastic um, experience. And so every time I traveled or uh, went to somewhere new, I absolutely absorbed those places and, and were thrilled by the people I met and the things that I saw. Um, so I wouldn't change anything from that, that perspective. From a swimming perspective, and yes, I, I recognise I achieved great heights. Um, from an individual perspective, I probably could have taken uh, the sport a little more seriously in, in, in um, retrospect. But then, you know, my experiences in general kind of um, 
you know, life balance has served me pretty well post as well. So I'm actually not sure how much I would change, if anything, but maybe I would have liked to have taken it a bit seriously, more seriously for a few years. And, you know, diet and exercise around and support exercises is much different now than it probably was then too. So I could have probably eaten, um, eaten better during that period to, to perform better. What's your 50 metres freestyle PB time? Oh, I think Google's probably the best person to ask that. I, I actually have no idea. Um, I imagine it was probably 22 and a half-ish. Um, that was quite a while ago now, Ben. <laughs> what is it today? I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I try very hard not to swim too fast these days. The uh, uh, high velocity seems to break me more than swimming longer distance, which is why I do more of the ocean swims. So, um, yeah, I, I steer away from sprinting if I can. And what's been your most exciting swimming moment? Uh, listen, I, I, I'm a massive um, uh, swimming fan, so I, I would generally go to most of the World Championships or the Olympics to watch the sport. Um, and there's been heaps um, that I've absolutely loved. Um, you know, as a kid growing up, uh, John Sieben's inspirational swim in 1984 at those Olympics was something that sticks in my mind. Um, you know, I loved... Um, uh, you know, Duncan Armstrong in 88, that was special to me. I've sat and watched Kieran Perkins break world record after world record uh, during my career um, and had great athletes, um, you know, enter the sport like Ian Thorpe as well, who I find, uh, you know, I found just extraordinary what, what, he, uh, what he was able to achieve. And swimming with those guys, beside those guys and watching them was, was fantastic. At a personal level, I, I would be very hard pressed to say that there's the Sydney Olympics um, four by one um, was beatable as far as an exciting um, day. Um, I still remember clearly Ian Thorpe uh, winning the 400 and uh, and then coming and joining us to, to win the, the four by one later that night. I still have pieces of um, uh, memory um, of that night and I see some stuff if I am shown a replay that I don't recall. So it's it's a, a very, very fond time. And, and But that whole period of the build-up to Sydney for our sport was, was exceptional. And I hope I live to see another time where um, the sport is as popular and as exciting as it was during that period. Chris Feidler, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Ben. So I followed Chris's advice and asked Google about his 50 metres freestyle PB time. And for long course, it's 22.41. And for short course, it's 21.97. Now, I reckon that makes Chris our fastest guest so far. So (laughs) there's a challenge for other people who come on the show. Well, that's just about it for this week. Uh, Before we go, I just wanted to thank everybody who's liked our Facebook page, which is swim.rocks. That's really good. Not only gives us some enthusiasm um, here to keep the show going, but also it it tells those computer algorithms which are the podcasts that are most interesting for people, and it helps other people like us find the show. Don't forget, if there's anything you'd like us to cover on the show or you've got any questions that you think it would be nice for us to uh, interview people about, then do please drop me a line, um, probably best by email or by Facebook. The email address is ben at swim.rocks. 
that's ben at swim.rocks had a club contact me last week asking about um, the pros and cons and technical capability to set up monthly memberships rather than annual memberships something that we've been doing in our club for a few years and we've uh, got some experience so what i'm hoping to do is to uh, get a few people on a call and record it so that we can have a bit of an episode about that particular point but if there's anything else please do drop me a line and we'll see what we can get organized Uh, i think that's just about it for this week thanks very much indeed for joining us and in the meantime until we meet next time do please stay dry (laughs) 